Let me bring you up to speed. We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. I eat green berets for breakfast. Right now, I'm very hungry. Hey, Ma! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! This is Sparta! You're worthy, you're worthy, get up! You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. You not I feel the need, the need for speed. Alrighty then. It's a little bit of shake, and then... You're tiny Jesus. Your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends! Rodents! Quadrupeds! Lend me your ears! Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. We are so excited to be here. This is Seth. This is Josh Rains. What's up? What's up? And we have the amazing Alicia. You say it right. You say it right. Alicia Bob. That's right. I always mess up somebody's Larson. name. Miss Larson in the studio Hi. with us. Hi. How's yeah, it going? There she is. And uh, Olivia King. Uh, we also have Steven. Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? You want to introduce the athletes in the room? We have Miles Williamson. He's a pretty cool dude. We have Josiah Reigns. He's not very cool. No, he's really <laughs> cool. Um, and then we have Sam Moultrie. Um, and then we have their coach, Chris Bashall. Yeah. These guys are from the GHS Indoor State Track Champions. How about that? It's the first time we've had state champions. 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 Fantastic. Look at them. Look at those guys back no, there. One of them's got some really cool hair. I wish I had it. So, yep, that guy <laughs> right there. Okay, I thought you were talking about Bashall. No, yeah. <laughs> <Aww>. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic hair. Anyway, uh, so, uh, so we're going to go to Meme of the Week. Yep, yep. Miss Larson, we want you to look at what we're looking at. It's right okay. in front of you. And it says this. If you're watching, if, if you're like, okay, I'm listening to radio, how do I watch this? Go to. Go to Facebook at, at Varsity Radio Show, and uh, you can see this. It says, y'all need to stop with this bread is not good for you foolishness. Jesus did not say, I am the broccoli of life. Nor did he say, give us this day our daily kale. Stop. Jesus is life. Jesus is the bread of life. Bread is life. What do you think about that? Bread is probably my second <laughs> favorite food group. That to cheese. To cheese. Well, your yeah. broccoli's okay if you add the cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. cheese on the broccoli. Bread. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that A completely. bread ball with broccoli soup in it would be really good. Broccoli yeah, and cheese soup. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like both. Yeah. But also, like, plain broccoli's not okay. No. It's not. It's not. Cauliflower's great. It's got to have a little seasoning. Yeah, I agree you know. with you. I can't eat cauliflower. You know. Cauliflower's like. Yeah. You got to roast it. My you know. father in law, he tries to, like, disguise. Cauliflower as mashed potatoes sometimes. He's like, How do you like my mashed potatoes? I was like, You're a great cook, but this no. is cauliflower. Mashed up cauliflower. So nasty. 
Yeah, we're going to this next meme. Josh found this one, and I agree. It just gives me hope. Because it gives <laughs> all of us hope. It gives me hope. This U.S. men's curling team looks like a group of dads that were just trying to get away from their families for the weekend, but somehow ended up competing in the Olympics. Yeah, my favorite part about this is the K-pop action during the closing <laughs> ceremonies, and they zoom in on these guys, and they're just... Yeah, you know, yeah. If dancing away. If you were that old and you were still competitive, you'd be excited too. Yeah, right. It's I feel hilarious. like that's yeah. my age right there, or just a little older. I, I, those guys are. This is, they're not. They're not young. Yeah, by any means. No, especially in the Olympics. No. I mean, look at them. I mean, you you get twenty nine in the Olympics. You're old. We're yeah. old in twenty nine. Thanks, Josh. So, you yeah. just threw me under the bus. <laughs> but yeah, these guys right here, three years ago. Come these, on, man. These guys right here. These Jeez. guys are like, hey. I'm old and I'm proud of it. <laughs> that gives me hope, yes. guys. Yes. That's hope. Hope. And he's even screaming it. Hope. That's right. <laughs> like, I can't believe yes. we're here. I can't believe this is really a sport. Anyway. Curling. Isn't that the sport where they get in front of and they start with the brooms? Yeah, it's like brooming. Like, yeah. You know, just Josh, kinda... we could do that. We could do that. Let's practice that. in Alabama Sweeping something. with all oh. the ice that we have. Oh, just, <laughs> now, this is Ricky. Ricky could be here today or call in. But he sends this keychain he got for his birthday. Where are your kids? And it's terrible. It's really horrible. That's terrible. Why don't you tell about that that. one? This this is a keychain with a little, like, lawnmower kind of deal going on and with the baby getting ran over by a lawnmower. Not telling right. you to make sure you watch out for your children as you're mowing the yard. Yeah, I guess that's a. I mean, I guess that's a serious public service announcement. Yeah, but that's so. a keychain's a little over top. It's, uh, over the top. I yeah. mean, maybe I'm old, but when you know, my dad used to mow the yard. I used to ride in his lap. You yeah, know? used to chase. Like yeah. Not used under to chase the, my you know? dad. Like mower. ride with him. Yeah, like it's cool. That's right. Not under you know? the mow. So we're gonna go to the funny video. Yep. Funny video. And yeah. Josh filmed this video. I thought it was fantastic. It's hilarious. I don't know that we're going to get to see it, but... Yeah, we'll be able to see it. All right. You ready for this? Hit it. Hit us here up. We go. This is This is how me and Josh trained for the Olympics. <laughs> right You here. want me to show you tough? I'll show you tough. If you're watching oh. on Facebook Live right now, you you're, you're laughing one. with us. This is going to be I really good. I never lose. Yeah. <laughs> I never right. lose, and then he falls in the ground. He's not even fighting anybody. <laughs> Do you know pain? Totally, Ooh. totally. That's my favorite. He right knows there. pain. Where he's so much fear. He's cone on the head, and he jumps up. <laughs> oh, this guy right here. Look at this. Tries to break the board. He doesn't even break it with his foot. <laughs> he is trying his hardest. This is fantastic. Oh. Yes. Wonderful. Josh, wow. thank you for that video. You're welcome, Seth. That just made my life better. <laughs> I actually had that video just ready to go whenever I needed you that. It. 
totally needed that. It so, encourages me. It says, man, Josh, you're pretty athletic after watching that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me and you may actually be on a curling team one day. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I could, I'm sure I could kick that dummy. Yeah. Falling. I'm telling you, I, guys, we should seriously like get us blue shirts like that and try out. I'm just this blue shirt. I'm just saying. That's all we need is blue shirt. That's all we need. I think they're the same Couple material. of stars. They're very yeah. close. Stripes. Yes. All good. One of us could push a broom really well. I can I can start the initial slide on the ice. Yeah. Anyway. And we're going to go to some music. Please. Please, let's go, Please to go to some music. There you go. Here's Lecrae and Tori Kelly. I'll find you. Awesome. Ride a little longer, my friend. It's all worth it in the end. Here's your matter-of-fact weather. Dinosaur behind me. This is Matter of Fact Weather. The weather feels rather pretty sort today. Your Matter of Fact Weather is brought to you by Davis Heating and Cooling, offering 24-hour service seven days a week since 1972. You can reach them at 256-582-8262. Yeah, we had uh, Brad Hudson come in here and make a bunch of Matter of Fact Weathers in front of a green screen last Last week, no, it wasn't. It was not in front of a green screen. That what what's happening is really happening. Okay, <laughs> it's weather. If Josh, you want to sell that man? I'm down with it. Okay. So he just got chased by dinosaurs. He did. He got chased by. That dinosaur. was for it real. Was real life. Real life. I, mean, I saw it. happen. It happened. Just like Marco's Pizza should happen in your life tonight. Yes, it just should. <laughs> and so, it's a good segue. We're gonna go, yeah, we're going to go there, and Marco's is amazing. They have prehistorically large sausages and meatballs on their pizza. Hey, I really like this. Marco's Pizza, they have they give you some um, Parmesan cheese and some crushed red pepper, and if you read on the crushed red pepper, it says, Crushed red pepper ingredients. Crushed red peppers. That's fantastic. That's they fantastic. Went, there is a distinction though because the peppers, plural. Okay. And then it's called crushed red pepper, singular. So there's multiple crushed red peppers in this packet. Marcos multiple. never lets you down, does it? Never. And g- ladies, if you're looking, I'm talking talking to you, Miss Larson. If you're looking for something to eat. When you're hanging out at the Ross and the TJ Maxx, and you're going, you can pick up a slice of Marcos with a bunch of meat on yes. it. Yes. The best women steak eat, yes, there's steak on a pizza. Where else can you get that? Exactly. Not many places. I said that, and I wish we had recorded Miss Larson saying this. What? <laughs> Her face, too. You I know. You could see it on Facebook Live. Steak on a pizza? Exactly. You can call them tonight, 256-660-5666. Go to marcos.com. They're open till 10. They'll deliver to the River Bridge in Gunnersville or all the way to the Sardis Line South. So if I was standing on the River Bridge, do you think they would deliver to me? I think so. I bet you they would. I think so. Marcos, you're amazing. They would do it. (laughs) They They love you. They will deliver to the River Bridge. That's right. Sardis Line South. That's a that's a long distance. Eat the food is so good. It's so good. So good. Okay. <laughs> it's time for the FCA moment of the week. We are so lucky to have and I, I'm just gonna be honest, when we started this show, one of the interviews I tried to pick up was Miss Larson. <laughs> I have been fighting to get her in the studio for a long time. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. <laughs> And we got 
And and the only way it happened, I think, is is Josh. So thanks, Miss Larson. Yes. <laughs> he has pool. Yeah, yeah. I'm I glad. asked her at church, so she felt guilty. That's right. Yeah, I couldn't say no. You know, you got to use those guilt trips when you can. I do. Anyway, I'm really good, I'm really good at those too. Also in here is uh, your brother Josiah. Did you ever think you'd interview your brother? Yes, I interview him pretty much all the time. Oh, that's <laughs> fantastic. Did you clean up your room, Josiah? Oh, okay. Are you nice to mom, Josiah? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> just no, like that. He's fantastic. Just like that. It's just like that. Okay. Anyway, so Miss Larson, uh, and I've actually had the privilege of attending one of your FCAs, and you are just one of the most fantastic leaders ever. We're so glad that you're here with us today. I'm glad to be here finally, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I love what I do. It's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're good at it. Thank you. Very good at it. Thank you. And uh, so when does your FCA meet? Well, we meet the last Thursday of every month at 6.45 a.m. Wow. In the band room room. at Guntersville High School. Yes. Okay. So if you're from Guntersville, that's when you meet. Yes. Josh, I know you have some fantastic questions. Hey, Josiah, are you awake at 6.45? (laughs) (laughs) Only your brother could pull that. Sometimes. Sometimes, Sometimes. occasionally, only for FCA, right? Yes. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Josiah does some good job with worship. He's just really good with that in the mornings. Yeah, gets us going. Good at getting up at six forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> Alicia, Alicia, how long have you been involved with FCA at since Dinosaur High School? The dinosaurs were here since I, I was in, <laughs> since I was in high school for sure. Yeah, that means it's been a long time. Wow, wow. Yeah, at least ten years. Yeah, that's you, but you can't look at you Facebook Live. You see Alicia right now. She looks like my age. And yeah, she's my teacher. There you go. Look. <laughs> So don't, she's always smiling. It's joy, man. You know, it is. Christ brings joy, and joy comes through. So it's all good. So how did you get involved with FCA, Miss Larson? Um, you know, your principal says, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> would you like to sponsor a club?" Yeah. And I said, "FCA, I would love." You know, you get yeah. to choose sometimes. So I was really lucky in that my principal allowed me to have some input on where I wanted to be and how I wanted to influence, you know, the students in the school. So wow. I was really lucky with that. Yeah. Wow. And then, then you got to be in the good club. <laughs> the good club, absolutely. <laughs> Josh? Well, Joe, I'll we'll ask you the same question, man. Uh, how did you get involved with FCA for the first time? Uh, I was very influenced by brothers to get into it in middle school, and I've been in ever since. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> you didn't live with him or anything like that. No. Okay. <laughs> So, Miss Larson, uh, what yeah. is the coolest thing that you've ever seen happen through FCA? Okay, we had, and you guys remember Mike's chair back yeah. this is when you, Josh, were, were in there. That's what I was saying. We and uh, Mr. Dahl, who's now principal at the elementary school, which right. shout out to him because he started an FCA at the elementary school. Come they on, had their somebody. First meeting. They had like 300 kids. It was crazy, that's like amazing. 150, something like that. Anyway, that's amazing to yeah. the that testament of. You know, parents getting their kids out there for an early morning FCA at an elementary school. Um, but anyway, we um, saw Mike's chair, got them in, like right when they were first starting, and we had maybe what <laughs> forty people there. <laughs> yeah, 
And it was at uh, Church of Lake Gunnersville, right? Yeah. And yeah. and we just had such a neat time, and so many people got saved that night. I mean, wow. you know, it doesn't matter the number, just no. uh, the hearts that are changed. So it was a really neat experience. Really yeah. cool. And they were awesome, yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that cool band Heaven Bound played, too. <laughs> yeah, and you you were in that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's opener. why it was the cool band <laughs> the cool right band. there. because <laughs> he was in it. <laughs> and we're still in a band together now, so that's great. There you yeah. go. We sing together sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's great. Buy our CD when we make one. <laughs> when we Download. make one. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Alicia, but you have just made such an impact on the students' lives at GHS. We know that because I mean, every single kid that walked in here and they saw saw you here, they're like, oh, wow, it's Alicia. Bu. Oh, Miss Larson, what's up? You know, so they're, they're super pumped. Um, but... What is we know we know that FCA is fun and exciting and wonderful, but has, has there ever been a struggle um, with you doing FCA um, as, as as a teacher? Has there ever been a struggle for you? Yeah, let me bring out this Bible verse. Okay, I had this. This leads right in. Right? Okay, Isaiah forty three two. Um, it says, "When you pass through the waters, I will be with you." Yeah. And that rang out to me this morning when I was reading that because it's like you're going through the waters of the students in the hallways. And sometimes it's a struggle. You know, you see, even though you may have a smile on your face, it's a struggle for some of those students. And they have different home lives and uh, you don't ever know what's going on through their mind. So it's, you know, trying to pour out a little bit of spirit into the halls yeah. <laughs> is uh, one major goal for sure for everyone on the FCA team. Yeah. Yeah. Josiah, what's the coolest thing? I love your name, by the way. That's what I named my son. Uh, but what's the coolest thing that's happened to you through FCA? Um, meeting a lot new people. Yeah, a lot of new Christians and and yeah, fellowship. That's cool. Yeah, fellowship of Christian athletes. Yeah. Yes. He hit wow. the first letter. Yes. Now on that note, um, who is <laughs> welcome to come to FCA at Gunnersville High School? And- Everybody. Yes, everybody. 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 It yeah. doesn't matter if you're an athlete. We're running the race for Christ. That's what I like to say, right? Sure. Anyone can run that race. Does, Absolutely. Doesn't matter what you're running from <laughs> or for. for yeah. Two, yeah. From or for. If you're running for right, right two, yeah, as long as you're running two, mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's right. So if you're big like me and you only run when you're being chased... <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you can run to FCA. You can run yes. to FCA. They're there for you. They got your back. Alicia, <laughs> yes, yes. are there any events that you want to tell us about? Maybe that's coming up at Gunnersville. Um, uh, you know, I can't really think of anything at the moment. Other than there's some sporting events coming up. Uh, there's a ladies behind the bench huddle um, that's March the fifth. So, ladies, if you're interested in that and you're a coach, especially, that's going to be coming up. And it's through FCA, and it will be at Cross Point Church um, in Madison on the fifth of March at six p.m. Well, wow, awesome! You heard yeah. that, ladies. You need to be there. It'd be great. I'm actually trying to get my wife to go to that. Cool. Well, yeah. Go tell her. Yeah. I am. I am. Sarah, go to that. Anyway, I'm telling you. Do it. Do it. I'm so passive. That's Sarah, right. No. Yeah, I'm going to tell her. Sarah, go to that. Yeah. <laughs> like no. when she's asleep, I like no. just whisper it. No, yeah. no. I have been for real. Uh, but anyway, well, I am so glad that we had this opportunity. So glad that we got to have you here. And hopefully, a lot. Uh, Miss Larson has done so amazing. <laughs> You know, I said it again. I know. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Olivia, do I not mess up something? Every time. Every it's time. It's just expected. It's just, I'm sorry. You're, 
We're my favorites. I like, but thank you. We're we are uh, hopefully going to have you back to guest host with me and Josh. Yes, as long as I can bring some a student with me to help because I get nervous. Josiah is making me feel good over here. Did she seem nice. nervous at the beginning of the show not when we were watching those guys jump up and try to kick the dummy? <laughs> no. That was. I awesome. think she was enjoying that. <laughs> Yeah. And you don't need to be nervous. Listen, if you are looking for a place to go at Gunnersville High School and you need somebody to love you and to and to and to share God's love with you and to comfort you and to show you a place of peace, um, why don't you look up Miss Larson? Yeah. Why don't you look up Alicia Larson at the school? She'll show you where you need to go. Talk yeah. to Josiah Reigns. Yeah. He's yeah. a senior at Gunnersville High School. They'll give you the um, the way to go to That's SCA, right. and you'll find a group of people that love you and care about you, genuinely care about you through the love of Jesus Christ. Yes, That's absolutely. amazing. Mm-hmm. Come out, what, last Thursday? Last Thursday of every month. Every month. Yes. Wow. 6.45 a.m. 6.45. Band room. Band Free room. food. Free food. Oh, we, what kind of food are we serving? <laughs> you know, that should have been part of the interview. <laughs> Free food, soul food, and food food. Okay. okay. Food okay. food. <laughs> food. Yes. Come out. Be a part. And now, today's clutch moment. I, uh, this last week, I got the privilege, Josh, of actually speaking in our main service. Yeah. And I preached a sermon called Dead Men Speaking. And and, and so, not to be weird, I, I, I just want to start off phrasing that before I say what I'm going to say. <laughs> so, uh, have you ever had any regrets in your life? Has there ever been a time where, like me, I, and if you're listening, I want you to think these questions. Where, like me, you sat around and you were kind of haunted by some of the things that you didn't do. The risk you didn't take. The thing you didn't try. The person you should have been. Today, I, I, want to j- I want you to just imagine that we had some dead men come back just to talk, about, uh, talk to us about the lessons they wish they would have learned. The regrets they wish they didn't have. And the way they should have lived. We're not summoning the dead. Me and Josh don't believe in that. That's weird stuff. That is weird stuff. We're completely don't do against. that. But honestly, that's a, a, obvi- obviously against everything we believe and stand for. But I think if the dead could talk, they would have some pretty inspirational things to say. I think they would challenge us to do way more than we're doing. And a good example of this is found uh, in the Bible in uh, Luke chapter 16, 19 through 31. We're not going to read it all. But there's this story of the rich man and Lazarus. Mm-hmm. And, and Josh, you've probably heard this story. Uh, but the rich man, his whole life, uh, walks by Lazarus, who's at a gate, poor, begging, and just basically shuns the guy. Like, he's just cruel. Like, just nothing. No help, no anything. And so the guy dies, and so does Lazarus. And they're in hell. Well... Lazarus isn't, but but the rich man's in hell. The other guy's in heaven, and and there there's this chasm. There's there. It, this is a parable, so this isn't like. So they're looking at each other, and the rich man says, "Hey Abraham, can you tell Lazarus to bring water to me?" Now you've read the story, right? yeah. And he's like, "I can't do that because you know there's separation, there's a void. We can't." We can't make it back and forth. And then he goes into this thing. Well, can you at least, can you at least tell my family about how how terrible hell is, how terrible it is here, how terrible these things are? And 
And uh, then Abraham looks at him and he says, they have Moses and the prophets, and if they can't do it, nobody can, basically. Which brings me to my question. This guy ends up in deep regret about his life. Lazarus ends up on the better side. He was the poor guy. He was the beggar. He had the hard life. But the, but the rich man is regretting his life. He's regretting all the things he did, regretting the things he didn't do. Josh, do you ever, like me, have regrets that kind of haunt you? Things you wish you did, something you wish you said, an action you wish you had taken? Absolutely. Um, I have not always been a person that could talk on the radio. Uh, I, and, <laughs> Doing good. And when I, when, when I was younger, I would... Um, I had an issue with, with my, um, with anxiety. I was scared a lot. I was afraid, and there were so many times when I was younger that I that I saw things happening that I knew shouldn't be going on, but I didn't say a thing about it. Man, and um, and I really wish I would have gone back. I really I wish I could go back because now that I know of the empowerment that I have through the Holy Spirit, I know that I could have said something. I could have stepped up and said, "This needs to stop." Yeah. You, you need to leave these people alone. You need to stop this. But I didn't. I just pretended like it you know, it wasn't happening. And so, yeah, there's there's some regret in that, absolutely. But, you know, I don't have guilt about it, but there's, yeah. there's some regret. Things you wish you could have done. Mm-hmm. So if the dead could speak, what do you think they would say? These are what I think some of the things they would say. I think they'd say more than this, honestly. But the words of the dead, number one, carpe diem. You carpe heard? that diem. Yeah. The Latin word that means seize the day. Most of you've heard this. Uh, seize the day. We should we should take every moment, every second that we've got, and strain it for everything that it's worth. And so many times we let regret define us. But what is the definition of regret anyway? It means this, the feeling of sadness, repentance, or disappointment over something that has happened or been done. The Greek word for disappointment, I love this is a metonia. It means a transformative change of heart, especially a spiritual conversion. Listen, regret means a change of heart. Yeah. Regret means repentance, which means a turning away from, a turning to something different. In other words, and I love this, Josh, in other words, instead of wallowing in our own self-pity, we can use our regret to motivate the way we take on our future. Those words say that we can we can let the we can either let regret define us or we can use it to move us towards our future. So how do you feel we can use our regret to transform our future, Josh? Man, when I when I look back at those situations where I didn't stand up and I know now that I can make a change, that I can make a difference in folks' lives through the power of the Spirit, I can stand up and I can say no yeah. to the evildoers in this world. Like, I have that authority, and I can change not only my history and my future, I can change others' futures. Yeah. I can build other people up. I can lift other people up, because not only am I helping those that are being persecuted, but I'm helping the persecutors by saying, no, that's not right. Yeah. And so there's truth spoken in that, and when, when the Lord speaks truth in your life, you're able to speak that truth onto other people's lives, and you can, you can make a huge difference. So that regret of the past mistakes that I made, I mean, Jesus Christ has washed all those things away. But I can look at that and say, I got. I got to do more. Yeah. I got to. I can't do what I did before. I've got to take a step forward. I got to move forward, so I can see change in my life and then change in others' lives. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Point 
Point number two is leave a legacy worth talking about. This this past week, we lost one of the greatest evangelists, one of the greatest Christians that ever lived. His name was Billy Graham, right? Mm-hmm. He left an unbelievable legacy, one that we'll, that we'll probably talk about to the end of our lives. He made a powerful statement, though, when he was preaching one day, Josh. He said this. He said, someday you will read somewhere that Billy Graham is dead. Don't believe a word of it. For I shall be more alive then than I am now. I will just have changed my address, and I will have gone in the presence of God. That's a legacy. That's an incredible legacy. What a confidence and no regret. And we're going to go that meme that I told you, Stephen. If you can pop that up and show it where we can uh, track with it. Uh, so there's this meme that we're popping up right now. Edward Kimball. Have you ever heard of him, Josh? Not until I looked at this meme. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of him, right? So Edward Kimball. Ooh, it got smaller. <laughs> Edward Kimball. Led D.L. Moody to the Lord. I don't know if you've heard of D.L. Moody. Heard of D.L. Pretty incredible guy. He had a pretty powerful thing. He said almost just like Billy Graham. He said, when I'm dead, don't think that I'm gone. I'm in that person, and I'm in that person, and I'm in that person. But Edward Kimball led D.L. Moody to the Lord. Under Moody's ministry, Wilbur Chapman was saved. Billy Sunday was converted by Chapman's preaching. And through Sunday's preaching, Mordecai Ham was saved. Billy Graham came to Christ at a ham crusade. You may not know, you may be unknown, but only eternity will reveal the impact of your ministry and what you're going to do in this world. Josh, what do you think about Edward Kimball and what he eventually meant for Billy Graham? What does that say about the possible legacy we can leave? Well, there's, there's a book, and I can't remember the title of it, but it talks about our ministry and the things that we do, but the butterfly effect. Yeah. And that the idea of the butterfly effect is that the wings of a butterfly on one side of the earth can cause or influence a hurricane or a tsunami on the other side I've of heard the that. earth. And so if you think about a butterfly, you think about the change that a butterfly makes in front of you, just the wings fluttering, it doesn't make much of a difference then. Yeah. But as it moves and as it grows and as that force grows, it makes a huge difference in the end. And so Kimball, you know, I won't say that Moody wasn't a huge difference. I mean, he did make a huge difference by Massive. leading Moody to life, Moody to his life in Christ. But we look at Billy Graham and yeah. Billy Graham, awesome man of God. But man, he, all the people that came to Christ through Billy Graham's ministry, through the work of God in Billy Graham's ministry. Look at that. I mean, look I at, know. look at Edward Kimball and, if you know, if he only knew, I, I don't think he knew. I don't think no. he knew that when he was preaching the gospel one day, just like many of the pastors out you, the pastors that are out there right now, or Christians that are out there right now, if you led somebody to Christ, you think, oh, that's awesome! I led someone to Christ. The angels are rejoicing in heaven, but you don't know who they're going to reach, and who they're going to reach, and who that person's going to reach, and who that person's going to reach. They could be the next Billy Graham. Yeah, and it's really powerful to think about that. It is. And uh, Edward Kimball, you may never have heard the name, but you may be sitting there thinking today, well, how do I leave a legacy we're talking about? You know, I nobody knows my name. Nobody knows about me. And that's, that's okay because we all influence people. We all influence people. And goes go to my last statement. And I didn't give you this video, so we won't go into that. But go to this last statement. Go after the loss. Too often we allow political correctness, our pride and fear 
to stand in the way of the one calling God gave every one of us without exception. Mark 16, 15. Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Josh, why should we always pursue the lost? Well, because Jesus told us to. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, Jesus. And I mean, done. <laughs> no, I mean, we see that in the life. If, if, if Christians, if the word Christian means to follow after Christ, which that's the word Christian. If you say that you're a Christian, you're to imitate that of our leader, of our teacher, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so Jesus Christ led people to God. He led people to the way of salvation, to love. He was the way. He is the way to salvation. But even in his ministry, he didn't just stand on a corner and say, all right, come to me and um, you get saved if you touch my hand right now. You get saved. No, he led people in a lifestyle, in a way. And he showed them. He taught them the good news. He showed them the good news. He pointed them towards God. And he did amazing things through that, that, that ministry that we see in Jesus. And so if we call ourselves Christians and we're to follow after Jesus... And Jesus led people that were lost. And he not just lead people. He went and found people. That's he right. went and grabbed them. He went and said, no, you're lost. Let me, let me show you the way. And he brought them home. And so we have that responsibility as Christians who Bring follow in the likeness of Jesus to pursue the lost. No matter if you are a plumber, if you are an athlete, if you're a teacher, if you're a preacher, whatever you may be. If you're a Christian, you're to lead people to Jesus Christ. That's so good. And uh, I just dare you, don't live life with with regret. Don't let it be the thing that cripples you, but let it be the thing that helps motivate you for the future. We believe in you today. We'll be back with you in a minute. Hey, computer, I'm home. What's the password? No, 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 Batman. Varsity Radio Show. We are going to talk to you about one of our favorite subjects... Eating pizza. <laughs> I love eating pizza. And if you want to eat pizza, there's only one place that you should do it at. If you are a health fanatic, I want you to know something. They have salad. Marco's <laughs> Pizza has every food group. That's right. Pretty much. On one slice of pizza. You can get a piece of pizza Yeah. and have all the food groups. The pyramid. That's why yeah. it's shaped like a pyramid because it's all the food groups. They got pizza, subs, salads, desserts, beverages, and crust topping. Guys, have y'all eaten any of this? Have you? Yeah, I ate a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What'd you think? It was great. It's amazing. Were you? Did you have a piece? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, what'd you it was think? pretty good. Pretty good. I like. I mean, it. there's not many places that have steak on a pizza. No, come on, somebody. <laughs> Look, he knows. I need a sign right here that says "steak on a pizza." Really? It's amazing. It's amazing, Josh. Yeah. And the fact that they deliver all the way to the River Bridge in Gunnersville. I like how you so say you, that. You could come sit on the bridge. You could sit on the bridge in Gunnersville. While you fish. While, while you, you fish. fish. I need a snack. Yeah. Yeah. And eat they'll pizza bring you some pizza. Fish. And girls don't feel left out because you can go to the shopping center and it is literally in the shopping center. Yeah, I mean, it's right there. That's right. So you can eat a piece of pizza and buy a dress all at yeah. the same time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a beautiful don't, concept. Don't do that. Like, don't Also, take care of your, your dog. Dress, yeah. The dog, dog, is a dog place up there now? Yeah, right there. At the is end. there a Bible store up there now? Yes. There's a Bible store now. It's right beside Marcos. Right. Beside read your Bible. Yeah. Eat you some pizza. Go to Ross and TJ Maxx and take care of your dog Seth, all at once. Seth, when I see your greasy Bible, I'm going to know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was at Marcos. <laughs> Marcos, read your Bible. Check them out. Marcos.com. They're open till 10 tonight. 
It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. We're so excited to have two amazing cross-country athletes. Josh, introduce them. They're, 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 they're indoor track athletes. <laughs> I think I think Sam does cross-country. But yes, sir. I Miles, do. do you do cross-country? No, no he's, he's not way too much running. But these are indoor track athletes. Uh, Miles Williamson, say hello. Hey. Oh, that was really cool. Yeah. So full. His hair also is phenomenal. Yeah, he's got gray hair. And Sam Moultrie. Sam, say hello. Hey. Hey, Josh, you should borrow some of that. I know. Can I say anyway? <laughs> we also have uh, Josiah Rains and Chris Bashaw. They'll come up here in just a little bit. We're going to talk to them in just a little bit. But right now, we're going to focus on Miles and Sam. They're these amazing athletes. They just won. What did you guys just win? State. state. Oh, yeah. They just oh. won state. Oh. So you can clap right now if you're listening. Let's try it. Just clap. That was really good, Seth. Yeah. Um, that's but the best sound effects we got right now. Slow so. clap. Yeah. They just won state um, for indoor track, um, and that's pretty p- awesome because this is the first time, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Tell us about that moment. Tell us tell us about when you knew you were going to win. Um, I mean, I knew we were going to win whenever we won the 4x4 four four at the end. Uh, Coach Bashaw told us we had one thing to do, and that was just to beat Scottsboro. And uh, I just came out there and gave it all my heart. I was the last leg, so. You pulled it in, man. Yeah, basically. I mean, it wasn't just me, though. I had three other people that helped me out. I mean, all this is possible through them and, and through Coach Bashaw's coaching. I mean, we all trust the process. That's what he tells us every day at practice. Trust the process. So It's been hanging around Nick do. Saban. I like that. Like that. <laughs> He is him. Nick Saban are the same. Anyway, go ahead. So I, I, we're going to ask y'all just some questions. We're really excited that um, that you're in here now. Uh, the, you guys run track, but Miles and Sam, what, what's y'all's favorite sport? Um, I like I like uh, track is my favorite sport. I mean, it's just a whole bunch of competition uh, among yourself because most people think you just like running just to beat everybody else. But when I run, I try to beat the clock itself. I mean, not worried about people in front of me or people behind me. Just worried about the time to sit for me to beat. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my favorite sport's basketball, but I'm not as good at it, so I like track better, probably. Yeah. But you, do you like to like, watch watch basketball? Yeah, sir. I like yeah, to watch I basketball. All right. So you wouldn't watch yourself run? I would, but it gets pretty boring. I run 16 <laughs> laps, so the first two or three are kind of interesting, but after that, it gets old. So Sam is a long distance runner. Yes, sir. That's Sam is like watching Talladega on the racetrack. Right. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam is the NASCAR of track, pretty much. Wow. Yeah, that's what he has. That's a statement. He's he's pretty fast, but <laughs> he goes he runs runs really really far. So what's your favorite thing about this team? Um, about the track team? Yeah, this team. I mean, uh, I think it's uh, everything, really. I mean, I like the way how we all interact with each other. Not everybody's really strangers. We all know each other. We all hang out, hang out like, outside the track. I mean, when I play football, I mean, there's only a certain group of people we always hung out with because not everybody got together, but with track, I mean, everybody wants to get together and hang out, and I think that's that's great. Um, I think it's it makes us a better team, makes us a better family. I mean, that's one of our goals we set up for this year is to uh, – to always be together and, and stay strong together and be a family as one. And uh, I think that's going to help us with a lot of success this this season. What are, what are some of the things you do to make family happen in your team? 
Um, me personally, um, I invite a lot of people over my house, and we just play the game. We talk. We talk about track. We talk about life. Or sometimes we just go fishing, or just run, go to the track, and do a little extra stuff. Um, that's all I can think of on top of my head. It's good, Sam. Um, what is the hardest obstacle that you have ever faced in this sport of track, or maybe even cross country, of running in general? Um, it could be physical, or it could be mental, or I mean, what? What's your hardest obstacle you've ever faced? Uh, getting through in five in uh, cross country when we were in the five k and the last mile is pretty tough mentally and physically yeah. to get through. And after you've already run too really fast, it's hard to finish strong sometimes. Yeah. So what 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 makes you finish strong? What's what's your motivation in that? Uh, the drive to get a good time yeah. and PR. Yeah. What's PR mean for all those listeners per- out there? Personal record. Personal record. I you knew heard. that one. You heard that? Yes. I just want our listeners to know. feel like I hit the Jeopardy on that one. Anyway. <laughs> Personal record. Okay, anyway. If you could spend a day with any coach or athlete in your sport, who would you spend it with and what would you ask them? Um, I'll, I'll probably spend the day with uh, Christian Coleman. Uh, Tennessee University uh, sprinter. He just broke the 60 meter world record. Wow! Two weekends ago. I mean, I'll ask him like, what motivates him to do better? What's his drive? What's his focus? And uh, hopefully, we can just have some fun after. I mean, I don't want to sit there and just bleeding to death about track. I'm pretty sure he has enough people <laughs> asking him questions about that. So uh, I'll just um, just ask him questions about like, how did you do this? How did you get your start down? And Things to help me improve the way he improved. Yeah. Sam? Uh, I'd probably want to spend time with Mo Farah. He's won the 5,000 meters in the Olympics, the past, like, two Olympics and the wow. 10,000. He's won a lot, and I think it'd be pretty interesting to talk to him. He trains in Kenya and foreign countries all the time. What, 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 where is he from? He's from, well, he's from Kenya, but uh, he was uh I think he he was born in Britain somehow, but he's Kenyan basically. I don't know how to explain it, but it's yeah. awesome, awesome. Okay, so where do you guys see these this sport taking you? Um, track helps me in a lot of ways. It helps me in school. I mean, uh, it helps me like a uh, better work ethic. Um, it helps me drive to do things better and to worry about the little things in life because. Uh, track teaches you like even the littlest things like the littlest mess ups can like ruin the whole race like if you go a second too fast you like you can be a second late on making your time you know just things that like the little things help you like if you don't turn your project in on time it's going to get points counted off so you know just that type of thing it's very ap- applicable to your life it's good yeah. What you got, Sam? Uh, I don't know. I hope I hope to run in college, maybe. And like he said, it teaches you a lot about life and school. Awesome. So, who's your greatest inspiration, guys? I would have to say um, I have a lot. Um, my grandfather, my my two uncles, they helped me a lot in school and and tell me what to do, tell me what's right and what's wrong. Uh, my aunt Sadie, she helps me a lot. Uh, uh, my my poppy really he helps me a lot with like just life itself. Um, he uh, he was on the state championship team at Gunnersville, the only one they won. Yeah, name's Kim Williamson. Uh, he helps me a lot. Um, he tells me 
a lot of stuff that I need to know about life and how I need to like focus on doing this thing right and this thing. I mean, actually, when I was in seventh grade, my first year, um, I went up there for track. I'm not sure if Coach Bashar remembers this, but uh, I went up there for a long jump and uh, I jumped and I didn't even make it really into the pit. And uh, well, it's like a little long sand pit for those who don't know track and like. I really like I made it It was like maybe like Five feet And I was just like Oh that's so behind Everybody else's Cause I was just so uncoordinated And I really wasn't Gonna come back And my poppy was like You gotta go back Um This is something That you're meant for I mean your mom did it You need to do it And I was just like no, I'll go back out there I'll give him a second shot And I came back I mean I really didn't Do long jump again I really ran But He's really what helped me out A lot in life itself Sam? Uh Probably my parents Like I was, my first uh, week of cross country in seventh grade, I uh, I found out how much they run, and I really wanted to quit after that. But they pushed me to keep going, and I think I'm better for it. Yeah, man, I can't imagine running that long. It's really hard. <laughs> what about you, Josh? About running? Yeah, I I've, I've ran one half marathon, and it was miserable. Wow. It was miserable. You're way better than me. It was in Nashville, and it was really hot. Yeah. And it was just, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a running-looking dude. I'm just not a running-looking dude. <laughs> I said I run when people chase me. Yeah. That's, I pretend, that's what I have to do. I pretend people are chasing me. Okay. That's okay. what I do. Yeah. I could yeah. do that. Either that or <laughs> bears and lions. Bears, I switch it up as I'm running. Scary things. <laughs> You're up, Josh. <laughs> um, well... What? Oh, yeah, I got this. We got to ask this question. We'll ask them this question, and then we'll move on. We'll go to another segment. That, that works? Yeah. All right. So, um, what is your most embarrassing moment? Yes. Oh, man. Um, I've had some pretty bad ones. This is me, <laughs> yeah. this is me myself. Obviously, yeah. the coach is falling out. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Oh, man. <laughs> I've had some pretty embarrassing moments. Uh, Coach Bashar remembers this one. Um, we was in Birmingham at an indoor track meet, and uh, I was a... Uh, I like to consider myself a ladies' man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was talking to this girl, and we were just talking, and uh, her boyfriend walks up. He's like, no joke, like 6'8", 280, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, he's like, get killed. just me, Jordan Bentley, uh, Zach Godwin, and uh, Pierre Henderson. Like, and as soon as he walks in, we're in this little warm-up area. They leave. They just leave me there. I'm the only person in there. And, like, he just was like, hey, don't talk to her. That's my girlfriend. I was like, oh, my God. And he, like, puts his massive arm around her. Like, she's like, let go. I'm like, oh, this is not good. And so I just tried to get up out of there as quick as I could. I mean, come on. Like, there's not many people you can stand a chance with. It looks like LeBron James. <laughs> you can just run just big. So like, you're yeah, sitting that's there. That's all you can do. I mean, like he said, in those situations, I guess that's the only time it's okay for for everybody to run. <laughs> wow. Well, Moz, I think me and you would have ran together then. <laughs> Sam? Uh, I guess it was two years ago. We were in an outdoor track meet, and I was about to run the 3200. Me and Nathan Belgard, he's graduated now, but we were uh, warming up to go, and apparently some people had dropped out of the race, and we thought we didn't know that we were about to run. We thought there was a heat in front of us, and we were on the opposite side of the track, and uh, the race took off, and we had another teammate running that race, and I knew he was in my heat. 
we saw him pass and we both looked at each other like mm, I think we should have been in that <laughs> we went running over and found out they had combined heats and we had missed our race uh, oh man man that is embarrassing it was terrible <laughs> guys thank you so much for coming on anytime we we have enjoyed you we're proud of you way to go champs thank you. champs yeah Champ, and, and don't leave us because we're we're, we're they're going to still be in the studio with us. But we're going to bring in um, Coach Chris Bashall and uh, athlete Josh uh, Josiah Josh <laughs> Josiah <laughs> Reigns. They're going to bring them up and they're going to talk a little bit too about their life and about um, what it looks like to be an athlete and a coach at Gunnersville High School. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. We've got Chris Bashall. He is a coach and he's pretty phenomenal. And we have Josiah Reigns. He is an athlete. He's pretty co- phenomenal, too. Um, They're here to talk to us about um, Gunnersville High School track, indoor track. I mean, Bachelor, you're, you're in there, all of it, aren't you? Indoor track, cross country. All three. Outdoor track. Just, you just like you just love it, don't you? It's your passion. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. I get a month off. How long have you been doing it? <laughs> How long have you been doing this? 18 years. 18 years. And he's and he's not. I mean, Bashaw's not an old man. What he's, month is that? December? Did <laughs> you get a month? <laughs> no, June. June. Wow. They're running in June, but I'm not. I'm oh. not doing anything. Okay. So we could say that for you're watching in June. half of your life, you have been doing. That's right. Half of your life started while I was in college. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So, what's your favorite part about being a coach um, in track? Well, it's a little tough just narrowing it down to track. You be, well, a coach you know, in general. Just being <laughs> able to see how, from the start to the time they leave, how that development goes about. It's kind of like watching a baby learn to walk. Yeah. Those steps, yeah, and, and how they, how much they, as they get stronger, and how much they improve. I guess that's the one thing in seeing that gratification that they have, that the hard work they put into was was worth it all. How does it feel to have the statement state championship coach behind your name now? Does just, it change anything? Does it? It's just a title, I guess. Just a title? Yeah. It doesn't really change anything because no. to me, well, let me clarify this. <laughs> yeah. It's not behind my name. Right, right. See, I'm not listed as the head coach okay. no, he's not. At, at the state level. So yeah. it, it, it's with Jennifer Charles, which she deserves it too because yeah. – uh, if she wasn't out there, these guys wouldn't have the opportunity to do indoor track. Yeah. Uh, for two years, she didn't even get paid to be out, uh, and she's a teacher. So th- that's what these guys don't know, that if it wasn't for her, yeah, nobody else had stepped up to the plate uh, the past two years to, to even make indoor track possible. Wow. That's a cool story. It is a cool story. Josh? We didn't have indoor track when I was in high school. <laughs> Me either. It, it would have been at the barn if we did, and you'd been at the doctor every Monday. Yeah, probably. Um, Josiah, Josiah, what's your favorite part about the sport? About cross country or track? The competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It just uh, teaches you, uh, gives you a drive to yeah. just go the extra mile. And what do you run? Uh, anywhere from the 800 to the 5K. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Awesome. So, Coach, what is the hardest thing about coaching? 17 events, 88 mm. athletes right now. 
Woof. <laughs> 88 athletes. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having a classroom of 88 wow. students? No. No. It's amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. Tr- trying to balance that, we, we've got two more coaches for outdoor, but, you know, just trying to get everybody where they need to go. Wow. Um, older kids like these guys that really have to depend on them to make sure things get done uh, and get done the right way. Wow. Josiah, what um, what what's the hardest meet that you've ever been in? <sighs> I mean, maybe maybe it was the indoor, maybe it was the track, but uh, the the state championship. But what's the hardest one that for you that you've ever been in? Mine was probably the start of my junior year. Uh, we were at uh, um, Coleman, I think. I think it was Coleman, and I I just. I just had come back from Allstate, and I was running my first two miles that day, and uh, and I never ran the two mile. So the two mile was it was pretty tough. So that was that was probably my hardest meet, just because that was a new it was a new level for me. So. He probably didn't sleep none the night before at Allstate either. No, <laughs> probably not. Probably exhausted. <laughs> uh, coach, who would you say your greatest inspiration in sports is uh, as a coach or as an athlete or somebody like that? You know, back when I was in high school, it was during the 92-96 Olympics. Wow. Uh, this guy back here, he, he's talked about him before. Michael Johnson was the one that I looked up oh, to yeah. at that Gold point. Gold shoes. Gold shoes. Gold shoes. <laughs> um, and then, then I had Randall Taylor as a coach, and then I coached with him for 10 years. Wow. Uh, between those two and, and just the way that they done things, that, that's kind of what I wanted to pattern some things after. Uh, Michael went out, and he done his, his thing and didn't worry about nobody else. And Taylor, and Josh knows this, talked about the process, buy-in. Wow. Mind into the process. Remember that? Yeah, I've heard it from Nick Saban, I guess. That's the only person I've heard. Mm-hmm. The process. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Josiah, what, um, what's the hardest thing about being a leader or a Christian athlete? Because, I mean, athletes, especially Christian athletes, are, are leaders within the school, whether you like it or not. So what's the hardest thing about being a leader? Um Connecting to the kids. A lot of them got a lot of different backgrounds. You can't just go up to them and say one thing and it apply to everybody. You really got to dig deep down and get to know all of them um, individually. Uh, So that's probably one of the hardest things, just getting to know everybody, learning all their names, learning their backgrounds, and knowing what they got to do to be successful and helping them with that. Miles talked about community earlier and about being a family, and I imagine that's a big part of it as leaders. As you get these young guys coming up, you got to introduce them into the family, yeah. um, and and that's that's a huge part of being a part of a team. And that's how you win state championships too. Is yeah, is pursue excellence and and also have a family. Coach, if you could have these athletes learn, let's just say three lessons in their life, three things that you teach that you know they would always walk away with it. They would always remember it. What would those things be? One, life's not fair. That's right. You, <laughs> That's you good. can't you cannot you know, you can only control what you can. You can't control what anybody else is doing and it's the same way in a race. Uh, whenever they start out, if you know, we had the same thing happen, what I'm fixing to say at the state meet, John Miller, he was in the mile and at the start of the race they fail. I just told him, I said, get back up, get ready to go again. Can't do nothing about it. Right. Other people 
other people it affected them in a way that they were not ready uh, it really threw them out of their game but you know just you know life itself it's going to happen yeah uh, two you know it's all about somebody else it's not all about you there's always somebody else that's depending on you uh, Josh these guys Josiah they were they were depending on you when you were growing up to be that leader to be the older brother and same way whenever you get a family you're going to have a wife that you've got to provide for you're going to have children so it's not always about you and those decisions you make you need to think before you make them Uh, same way in the church you better think before you do anything because it's going to affect a whole lot more and then you know god god should be first that's right absolutely man Felt like I should have wrote those that's, down. That's, <laughs> that was that's like another thank clutch, God clutch for moment. podcast, right? <laughs> thank God for podcast, which you can check out tomorrow. Podcast of this show. Yeah, you definitely. Can. Yeah. Okay. Check us out. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, Josiah. What is? Who is your favorite athlete? And maybe who is your greatest inspiration too? Oh, they can um, be two separate people. It's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. My my favorite athlete would have to be Chris Bashaw. <laughs> I can't be his favorite athlete. He's never saw me run. <laughs> and there's no videos, by the way, ah! that I know of. Thank God. Thank God. Right. Yeah, because Ed saw the short shorts way, way back. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Okay. Hey, we were talking about that with Coach Levins and you, and you bust out the short. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Who's, who's your greatest inspiration? Um... Well, my greatest inspiration, uh, this might be shocking, but uh, it's my brother Avery Rains. Um, without Avery's influence about running and uh, constantly staying on me about uh, ways to do things and how should I be stubborn and just listen and buy in, um, and the same thing, same stuff that he was taught by, by Coach, um, I, I wouldn't have, well, really it was just my drive of not listening and it just made me angry and, you know, I just kind of went after it and just told him I can do this I can do that but it has pushed me to uh, become the athlete that I am today so uh, Avery yeah awesome so coach I, I guess um I guess, I'm gonna ask this question <laughs> what's the most embarrassing moment you've had coaching this for hmm. yeah now y'all hmm. know this what could you talk most did, embarrassing yeah most <laughs> Well, it was more embarrassing for the kids than it was for me because right, I right, didn't care. Right. So, so Sam, Sam made the comment to his mom one day, and, and his cousin was running across the country too, Kate, and they said, Coach Lemons is a lot cooler. And they didn't know his name. They just said that Brindley Mountain Coach is a lot cooler than Coach Bashaw. Oh. He wears those short shorts. So you know Coach Lemons. We, I do. We, we, we went to sectionals at Scottsboro across country. And I got on the bus, and I normally don't wear wind pants, and I had the wind pants on, had my top on, shirt. And about time, got race time, during the girls, I'm like, all right, here we go, here we go. And the guys, they weren't paying no attention. I went back to the tent, and I think they kind of saw me out of the corner of their eyes. I took took those wind pants off, and there were those short shorts. <laughs> yeah. But but to their surprise, I had the old track top on under oh. it, so the the big belly was kind of hanging yes. out, pushing that track top. Yes. That was more embarrassing probably for them than it was yeah. me, but I was told later by some parents, please don't wear that again. Yeah. Follow-up question, you guys. Are there any pictures of this? 
We do have a team picture with me with the short shorts on. Yes. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. So, Coach Lemons, you heard that. You've got a rival out here, a rival yeah. cool coach. <laughs> Chris bashall has got some short He's shorts, too. Busting them out. Mm-hmm. I saw the pictures, too. That's something. That, oh, I beat a Coach Evans. <laughs> hey. Wow. Hey, decide. What's your most embarrassing moment? <laughs> this uh, is bad. <laughs> oh, oh, this is what we were laughing about. Go ahead. Okay, um... I hope y'all are ready for this. Um, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> so, uh, it's it's county of my s- junior year of cross country. And, you know, a lot is on the line. We're, we're very successful that season and, and uh, projected to go either one or two with uh, Albertville. So, battling it out. And, uh, you know, so we just knew what we had to do to, to win, to go to the county. We had our plan and everything. So, you know, I was getting ready. I made sure I was stretched. I made sure I was uh, warmed up, and I was ready to go. I was ready to run the race. So get into the race, and uh, get to about mile and a half. I push that first mile. He gets split. First mile and a half, and I'm like, man, I know I used the bathroom like three times for this race, but I really got to go. Um, but, you know, I was like, no, nah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm good. So I, I kept trekking. I kept trekking. Hit two miles. I'm like, uh, no, you're good. You're good. Keep pushing. There's Outville behind you. Arturo Ramos is coming up on you. Can't run past you. I was like, all right. So I get about, there's about 600, 400 meters left. That mark, and Bashaw's like, you got to push. You got to push. I'm like, Bashaw, you don't even know right now what I'm going I don't through. need to push anything. I don't need to push anything. Well, uh, sure enough, you know, it, was, it came down to, you know, you either slow down and hold it in. <laughs> or and let Arturo Ramos pass you and you lose the county championship or you give it all you got and you push everything out of you and you finish that race <laughs> so that is exactly what I did uh, <laughs> and I was gone <laughs> I was gone we did win the championship and I was gone for about an hour and a half after that and I think we won by one point oh by two. Two. two That's sacrifice. Number two. two. Wow. <laughs> that is sacrifice. In wow. the most terrible way I've ever heard of sacrifice, but there it is. He sacrificed mm. a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, that's more than one. Like, Quit two. sacrificing like that. <laughs> Good night. Wow. Okay, I'm done with the questions. If you want to ask well, me, I'm just... yeah, I don't know where to go after that. Just... Wow. Well, I'm just really excited that we have such an awesome track team at Gunnersville High School. These guys are just, they're just really, I mean, if you met them, they're really good guys. But also, for Coach Bashall here, I know that the, the athletes can attest to this, that um, Coach Bashall and his and the other coaches at the school are just, they're fantastic when it comes to track. We, we had them when we were in school, and um, they, you guys make such a powerful impact on those that you that you lead in um, in the sports. And so um, thank you so much. Appreciate thank you it. so much. And thank you, Josiah and Miles and Sam, for setting an example for those younger guys that are below you. And uh, don't for, ever forget to be a part of a family when you are on a team like that because that, that was a powerful statement Miles made earlier. Yep. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming. We're so glad to have you. Thank and, uh, man, it's been a great interview. Yeah. First yeah. state champions. State champions. State, state champions. champions. This is uh, – Gunnersville High School indoor track state champs. Yeah, thanks for coming, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Hit the music, Stephen. I want to be a firestarter. You can help me if you want. It's time for the varsity freestyle. Yes, it is. And we have had a fantastic show. Listen to Josh. That's fantastic. 
I'm good. Love that, Josh. That's a good you. impersonation. I'm not as good as Steven, but I'm pretty good. You gotta watch this <laughs> Facebook Live. Steven has got, I mean, uh, Josh has got headphones on. He's fake drumming. Yep. And he loses his headphones midway. It's fantastic. He's yep. getting into it. He's getting it. <laughs> getting it. We'll Olivia's it. up at the microphone with us now because our am. studio's empty now. It is. Just us four. <laughs> Just it. We went from. A thousand people to us a thousand no, no, i'm just joking i'm just joking we had a really good time though and uh so we've come to the most fun part of our show freestyle tell them what they're doing today josh for some movie tickets at the boaz non-cinema hey before you go to the Boaz Non Cinema, I want to suggest that you go to Marco's Pizza. Yeah, it's on the way. It's mm-hmm. on the way. Take it in the movie theater, but yeah. don't let him see you do it. <laughs> now I would like to see you sneak a box of Marco's Pizza. I bet it could be done. Have you seen it's some of possible. these girls' purses? Can somebody? It could fit. No, there, there's some no purses joke. out there these days that I'm. Uh, you fit whole babies in there. Wow. I'm gonna set oh, the gauntlet here. For those of you out there, you can send us a video of this. Somebody, please buy Marco's Pizza and sneak it into the theater. That sounds illegal. better not do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. We'll lose our tickets to give away. I know. I'm just totally joking. Don't do that. I'm saying that because I don't think it can be done. Every time I go to Boaz, Boaz Nine Cinemas, I don't know what it's called anymore, but every time I go, I just get, get popcorn and candy. At the the desks, yeah, like a normal person, and yeah. get a big old drink, and a big and I old eat drink. Them up. I can't go to the movies without getting popcorn. Yeah, my wife's that same way. I don't know why. I mean, I could be full. I could have eaten a whole Marco's pizza and still <laughs> got popcorn. How wow. much popcorn do you get though? Do you get the small, the medium, I get the or the large? large. <laughs> yeah, I could always drink popcorn. Yeah, and do you eat it all? Yep, <laughs> every bit of it. And I'm so salty. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get more drink. I gotta like, get more Dr Pepper, which doesn't help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the massive bucket. But when you drink. get out of the movie theater, you can go to Marcus Pizza. That's too. right. <laughs> don't don't take it into the movie because they stay up. They stay up on late. They stay, especially on the weekends. They stay open to up till like till eleven. To 11 o'clock? Yeah. On Saturday and 10 Sunday? o'clock tonight. I mean, you can go to a, two of our favorite places, Boaz Cinema, and on the way you can eat Marco's Pizza. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to tell you, that is that's the that is the recipe for heaven. Mm-hmm. Or close. <laughs> <laughs> Figuratively uh, speaking. Figuratively. <laughs> Figuratively. Yeah. Do you but, think, do you mm-hmm. think that... Um, that if I went to Marcus Pizza right now, they'd give me some pizza? I think they would. That's good. <laughs> Go eat it. I'm going to. Marcos Pizza. Alien approved. Alien <laughs> approved. <laughs> and also Varsity. Anyway, okay, so the game. <laughs> Before we get freestyle. too lost. Freestyle. <laughs> yeah, freestyle, Steven. It is the freestyle. You ready for this? You want to hear the first clip, you want to go ahead and tell them what's Josh, going on? Josh, you want to tell I'll them? tell you what's going on. We're going to play some clips here, and these clips are from some of our favorite movies. Disney, Disney movies. movies. <laughs> so, Disney movies across all ages are watched. I know that my dad watched Disney movies, and I know that little babies watch Disney movies, so uh, everybody can watch Disney movies. So if you don't know these Disney movies, then you're missing out. We're going to play a clip from a Disney film, and you have to tell us what character and what movie this clip is from. So who is saying it and what movie it is from. So when we play this clip, you can call in 
Say the number again. Five zero five zero eight eight five. Listen. Okay, to win the tickets, you've got to get three of these in a row right. Three of these in a row right, and you can win tickets to the Boaz Non Cinema and eat Marcos on the way. Check this out. Here's an example. Rule number one: I can't kill anybody. Yeah. So don't ask. Oh, rule number two. I can't make anybody fall in love with anybody else. Oh, you little punum there. Rule number three. I can't bring people back from the dead. It's not a pretty picture. I don't like doing it. Other than that, you got it. All right. Who do we have here? This is Tara Snyder. Hey. Snyder. That's Snyder. a cool name. What is, what is up and who... We're going to give you the first one. So, who was it? It was Jeannie from Aladdin. Yes. Jeannie from Aladdin. You got right. one right. You just got to get two more right. Now, so we're going to keep you on the line. Are you listening to the radio? Yeah, I'll have to turn it back up. Okay. You're going to have to turn it back up because we're going to play the clip number two right now. My eyes can see straight through your armor. <laughs> All right. You got it? I don't think I know that one. Oh. oh no. Hmm. I can't. Do you know it? Yes, I do. I do, too. <laughs> so sad. I know. All right. Josh, tell them who it is. It is Mufu from Mushu Mulan. From Mulan. Mulan. <laughs> okay, I'm not a big Mulan fan. That's oh. okay. Oh, it's okay. Thank you for playing. Okay, thanks. Call in 256-505-0885. Play the game. Win some movie tickets. We've got another clip here. Yeah, we're going to play it first, and then you can call. Here's the first the first clip, then you got to get two more right after this. Go ahead, Stephen. Associating with those undesirable scatterbrained apes? Huh. I hope Mowgli learned something from that experience. There you go. All right, there's your first clip. The movie and the character. You can't give us like a vague like it was. No, you gotta this, tell us. You gotta no, you gotta like, tell us. Like the last one, I would have given you little no dragon, little no dragon. I would have given you that. I'm not gonna give it to him because that's who it was. Okay, call us in two five six five zero five zero eight eight five, and you can win these movie tickets. Some of y'all need to evaluate what rich really means. Brooke. Hey! What's up, girl? How you doing? I'd be better if Mason would quit yelling in the background. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to play this clip for you again to start you in your conquest for some movie tickets. Here you go. Check this out. A disgraceful performance. Associating with those undesirable scatterbrained apes? Huh. I hope Mowgli learned something from that experience. Is it the cricket? From, um, oh my gosh, I just went blank. <laughs> well, it's not the cricket. It's not. No, no, she's no, thinking no, the cricket no. from Pinocchio. No, no, it's not the cricket. Is that what you were thinking? No. Uh, no. Okay, maybe I was thinking of something from Dumbo. No, nope, that wasn't it either. I don't know. It's not the cricket. Okay, well, it's not Jiminy Cricket. Brooke, you're fantastic, though. The most famous I've cricket. I've guesses. I'm out. I guess <laughs> Thank you so much for... Five-year-old <laughs> Thank you so much for calling. Heather, what's up? Hey. How are you? 
I'm good. It's Trenton, too. Trenton? What are you doing, Trenton? Hey. 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 Y'all got a guess? Yeah, we got a guess. What is it? The movie's Jungle Book. That's okay. right. What was the other question? What is Who the character it? saying it? Who said it? Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> Isn't that, but the actor, is it Anthony Hopkins? No, no, no not Anthony the actual Hopkins. actor, the actual we went character. The, we want the character in the movie. I don't know the actual character. You <laughs> <laughs> don't know the actual character. Is it that tiger? It's not the tiger. So oh. close. So oh. close. Okay. We love you, Heather. Love, love you, Drenton. Bye. Thank you for Bye. calling. Bye. All right. Who do I have on the radio right now? Uh, this is Haley. Haley, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. Haley, tell me what movie that's from and who that sang it. That is The it. Little Mermaid. Yes. And that's Ariel. Yes. Oh, you got one right. All right. So, Yay. So we're going to put you on on clip number two. So listen. How are you listening to us on Facebook Live or on the radio? Radio. 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 Okay. All right. Kay. Here we go. Listen. Here you are. It's not exactly the Ritz, but it's full and quiet. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Sounds like Scat Cat and his gang have dropped by. All right, could you hear that? Um, yes, is that Jungle Book? No. <laughs> All right, thanks again for calling. Thanks. All right, have a good one. All right. Play it again. You got three minutes, and we're going to play this. And it just reminded me, I know the name of the movie now. Uh, <laughs> hey, who do we have here? Hey, this is Trisha. Trisha. What's up, girl? How you doing? Oh, nothing much. I was going to see if I could answer your question. Absolutely. You want us to play the clip again? It's not exactly the Ritz, but it's peaceful and quiet. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Sounds like Scat Cat and his gang have dropped by. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see if we can modify this for her. Okay. Can you give her some kind of a clue as to what movie it may be? Or... Scat Cat. Okay, so the, the, the scat cats. Um, this is a cat talking about some scat cats, and um, they are um, playing some music. And he's like, "Oh no, those scat cats are playing music again." Is it the Thomas O'Malley from the Aristocrats? That's absolutely <laughs> correct. <Man>, bing. <laughs> now, you got, now you gotta get one more right. One more right. That's all okay. you gotta get. We'll okay, try to right. we'll try to play it for you. If not, we will try to describe it for you. Here we go. I'll put that box inside of another box, and then I'll mail that box to myself. And when it arrives, I'll smash it with a hammer. You want to describe it to her? She can't hear it. Okay, this 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 is a really scary-looking purple lady, and she is talking about how she's going to kill a certain emperor <laughs> um, and, in a movie, and um, because he is supposed to be the emperor, and she doesn't want him to be the emperor. Yeah. And she's like going to put him in a yes, little box. Yes, it's the emperor's new groove. Okay. Oh, what is her name? I can see it, and she turns herself, and she turns him into a llama, and then at the end, she turns herself <laughs> into Man, a cat. Man, she knows. What, you know. What's her name? We believe in you. <laughs> All right, what just for the name? sake, let's do, a let's do a multiple choice <laughs> on the name. Okay, multiple choice on the I name. Is I the name? Cannot. I'm gonna give you a multiple choice. You ready? All right. Yes. Is it a Is it a Kronk? B Cusco. C 
Chicha or D, uh, Yizma? It's uh, C. No, that's incorrect. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm going to tell you what, though. <laughs> we are at the end, and you have answered the most of everybody. So we are going to give you the tickets. <laughs> awesome! Yes! <laughs> so Steven, Steven's going to hook you up. Yes. So just stay on the line with me. We're going to play some music, and I'll talk with you just in a second. So stay on the line, okay? Oh, yeah! <laughs> All right, we're mini dabbing in here. Yeah. It's fantastic. You know what else is fantastic? Just like dabbing, Marco's Pizza. Yes, it is. Mini Marco's Pizza Marco's. is an unbelievable place. So good. You can eat there. You can eat in your house. You can eat on the River Bridge. That's what I've decided. It's like Sam, I am. I love Marco's Pizza and Ham. Like. And steak. <laughs> and steak. <laughs> they have it on their pizza, and tonight is your night. I'm telling you, you want to go there. 256. 256. I'm being covered. 660 right 5666. That's right. They're open till 10 tonight. They're open till 11 on Saturday and Sunday. You know, it is 4 30 right now, and this is the time that I start getting hungry. This is when my mm-hmm. stomach starts to growl. It's like, I'm about ready for dinner. I know. Like, a dinner needs to happen pretty soon. Like, within the next couple hours. Well, guess what? You can call Marcos. If you're having yep. one of those relationship crosses, it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know where to eat. How about you? Where do you want to eat? I don't know. I want to eat. We're going to solve it for you. But I don't want to go eat there. Yeah, You, you ever want... get that? It's like, but I don't want to go there. <laughs> right. And then you throw something else out. But, but I don't want to go there. Ladies, <laughs> let, let me let me talk to you today. They have subs. They have salads. Preach. They, you know, if you're it's your cheat day on your workout, you got desserts and beverages and crust. Even if it's not, you know, you'd like me and you'd like to eat dessert every day. Do that. <laughs> but okay. Marco's has got you covered. So well, go to marcos.com. They're going to save your relationship. Yes. <laughs> wow. Save you from arguments. We just helped you. <laughs> you. You don't even have to answer the question or not. Just go there. That's wrong. When people get hungry, sometimes they get hangry. That's right. And this will prevent that. That's right. Marcos is your solution to your hangry. I love that someone gets hangry. <laughs> Olivia, <laughs> well, I even go to... You got the... What's up, everybody? This is Olivia, and you can find us on Facebook at Unofficial Varsity Radio Show and Instagram at Varsity underscore Radio underscore Show. So give us a like and a follow. And the podcast of this show will be up tomorrow on iTunes at the Varsity Radio Show. So good. And next week, we will have Marshall Christian in the studio with us. Marshall. Marshall Christian. (laughs) That fantastic school. Those fantastic people. Come back. Same bat time. Same bat place. 2.30 to 4.30 next week. Come hang out with us and Marco's Pizza. The place you want to hang out tonight. See you Mm -hmm. later. Yeah, yeah. Got a red eye on. Got a red eye on. I got a red eye on.